Word up, lads and ladettes. Boom. Yeah, see, I In mixed your up fucking faces. I mixed up the intro a little bit there, didn't I? Yeah, I'm yeah. watching the uh, I'm watching the waves, the waves, the, the waves. audio beauty. Yeah. You want to see us. how many times you can peak the audio in one? Episode. I it's twelve is the limit. I think twelve is the maximum I've done so far, and I can't wait to try it more. No, you did more than that. Really? Yeah, I'm counting every time. Every time a peak of your laugh smacks the top, <laughs> I'm turning away to laugh now. I'm actually self conscious. Mm. Okay, so yeah, um, welcome to Crit Apocalypse, episode nine. Nine. Nine, nine of. Who knows? No in German. Yes in our language. We're on it. We love this. I'm into this. Nailed the intro. I fucking love our intro. So much energy. Yeah, we're good at this, yeah. <laughs> we're we're professionals. Yeah, bro, we're on iTunes and everything now. That's I how know. pro we are. If you like us, please review. If you don't like us, review it anyway, because any press is good press. Yeah, but make it funny. Yeah, at Just... least try and entertain us. Yeah. Because fuck... God forbids we end. God forbid we try and understand. Yeah, I want to have the pain numbed a little bit by humour, at least. Yeah, yeah. Pain of existence. I feel yeah. it every morning. So yeah, Crit Apocalypse. We review films, games, TV stuff, anything we feel like. Usually, we we're focused like a laser beam. Yeah, we're to the point, succinct. We're so all over the place. I couldn't find a, a theme that could go under an apple <laughs> that it would fit under, and so we went with games and hobbies. They don't have an everything tab. They don't have pop culture. They don't have everything. That just of course they don't. They're Apple. They don't understand how people operate. No, arts, visual arts came to me. I yeah. thought that'd be logical. We're classy but fuckers. No, I click on that and I'm put in with frigging Radio Six painting podcasts and stuff. We are right now fellated between. What is it? It's we've got Jimquisition on one side, or we had Jimquisition on one side, and then Total Biscuit on the other. Well, they were at the top. We were down. The, we were oh, the next page down. Oh shit! All right, sorry, guys. I don't they're want to the top. I don't want you to put you in the puddle of jizz we currently operate. I do. One of the, of the members page. of Jimquisition I converse with regularly. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah. Is it Jim? No, Laura Kate Dale. Well, who cares? No one listens to her. She, she's, a lot of people do. She's got like 7,000 podcasts. Woo! All right. That's got... why she does Jimquisition, because she edits it. You can expect <laughs> if there are 7,000 of them, the quality's not going to be anywhere near as high as our very one, very podcast. Jimquisition's like number three right now. All right, we need to beat Jim. Yeah. All right, remember... We need to beat Jim, would love that. No good Jims exist in this world. You've got Jim Davison and Jimmy Savile. Monsters. Monsters. <sighs> oh, right. did you hear... Before we start, did you hear that Britain's First have a new app? Do they? They have a new app. It's essentially a store to buy Britain's First merchandise. We're not endorsing Britain's First. I want you to understand that. This is never an endorsement for that racist bunch of homophobic twats who, ex- who just believe... No, they just want Britain to be British, want Britain to be British. Um, they believe that Christianity is the right way, despite none of them seeming to occupy churches or understand that religion is essentially the teach of tolerance and, and moral standing. I'm not religious, and I assume you're not religious. Oh, it's not on um, Android. Oh, it might be iOS only. They've oh, no, the... there it is. <laughs> it, it do, it's, you search for Britain first, it's not the first thing that comes up. Yeah, <laughs> but um, anyway, so Britain's first are a racist group, bunch of twats, basically, bunch of cunts. Um, it's their Facebook them... page. Yep, yep. Uh, a, lot of them, a lot of them preach that Islam is bad, uh, but they've never read the Quran and they could never really quote you a passage that indicates I can quote anyway. a passage from the Quran. We don't need to do that because no, we're, I'm not gonna... pand- but we're not no, pandering. No, I, believe what you be- I don't believe what you believe and you don't believe what I believe. But know that I will not believe what you believe, and you will not believe what I believe. But we're cool dudes. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, um, from the Quran. I don't. I I don't care if someone's got religion. I'm I'm happy for you. If if anything, 
I envy people that can have religion and faith. <laughs> this has got to be the only app I've seen on the Android store with like a lower than four score. Yeah, they two point three. The reviews. If you have a if you have a moment, you're listening to this podcast, and you've got a phone in your hand, and you can do multiple things at once. Feel free to go over to the Play Store and check out some of the reviews because they're actually fucking hilarious. So read one quickly. No, don't read one because we no, don't want to endorse. No, it's only four lines. But it's someone else's art. We don't. It's one do star. Parody, right? Spelt P-A-R-A-D-Y. Gotta love it. You do know the fictitious Jesus TM was from overseas. You know a foreigner, in quotes, and black, gasp, shock, horror. Well, this is the funny thing. I actually, I do comment on Britain's first page because I like to throw some facts and stats (laughs) at them. I like to just try and inform them because they often just put a picture of some poor black bloke saying, this man raped a police lady, set her on fire and said he did it because she was Christian. I, I, I'm pretty sure that everyone here who's listening to this understands that without facts, without statistics, or without information, that story is merely a fallacy. It's someone making up something to discriminate someone in some way, shape, or form. It's horrible, it's, it's racist, it's deplorable, and the world shouldn't exist with these things that we have in place. We don't endorse Britain's First. Britain's First are a bunch of cunts. Um, if you're going to you know, go about your life hating people, you're already doing it the wrong way. And if you call yourself a Christian and you hate people, then you're just an oxymoron, not aren't you? Not very because Christian of you, is it? Those things don't really exist together. Um, those real Christians, anyway, we're not talking about those people in Texas that burn black people. Um, they're not Christians either. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, just saying, uh, Britain's First, read the reviews. Fucking hilarious. Don't endorse the group because they're a bunch of cunts. Fuck you, Britain's First, you fucking bunch of What score of would you give Britain's First? Britain's First get a minus 15, based solely on the fact they now have groups of people going to mosques, going to religious buildings, and picking on people because they're praying. Of all the people you can pick on, you pick the people that are praying? That's fucking ridiculous. Why? Those people are usually praying for the kindness of man to come along, for people to be happy. They're not praying for someone to bomb you. No, they'll take retaliation against you if you punch them in the face, they'll punch you back. But don't you turn around and say, oh, because you're a terrorist. No, it's because you're a fucking cunt. They're the terrorists. They're the terrorists. Tells you. Um, Should we review a thing? Yeah, (laughs) we're not endorsing terrorism. (laughs) Terrorism, (laughs) not our ten. Terrorism's bad. Terrorism in any form is bad, especially people that go around murdering people. So this has been a great way to start the first six minutes of the podcast. Oh, we've got to start with negativity because yeah. then it's, the only way is up, baby. Yeah, yeah. The only way is up. Well, you, you, baby, <laughs> peaked at loads. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got um your first review of the. I get to talk more. People yeah. probably hate my voice. It's okay. I can um just keep drinking my. Morrison's own brand cola <laughs> with Grant's whiskey in it. I'm drinking Rockstar. I think I've gone. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm drinking classic flavored Rockstar. Mm. I'm not sure. That's probably chemicals and sugar. It's I'll accept an endorsement in the mail. Yeah, thank Rockstar, you. If you're willing to endorse us, uh, we'll take a 12 pack per week for that endorsement. We'll promise at least money. like three slurps of the drink per we'll hour. Mention you twice. Um, okay, my first review this week. Um, I'm not going to go for the thing I was going to. I've got on my list first because I've just realised after that comment and that conversation we just had, it's probably not best. <laughs> but uh, I will go with um, my first review is going to be of Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah, yeah. Don't spoil it- the story because I'm still playing Revelations. <laughs> That's how far behind I am. All right, so Assassin's Creed. You play an assassin named what? Enron. No, I don't know his name. His name is not Enron. Anyway, you, Arno, um, you basically, oh, no, that's yeah, it. there you go. Um, you play an assassin named Arno who you get a loose back through for and he goes about killing people. You're meant to have some sort of, some sort of emotional attachment to him, but it's really hard when it's a paper thin character. But anyway, um, I've never completed an Assassin's Creed game. I've done three so far. Black Flag's probably the furthest I've got. Um, the reason is that Black Flag is the only game I've played so far with a compelling character or story. 
See, that's the only reason I'm playing the other Assassin's Creed <laughs> games, because I want to get to that. Assassin's Creed 2, I played that for about two hours. You start off, you're an Italian bloke, he's got a rivalry with some gang, his brother's in mm. the first gang, he fights some people. You know, it's all great, it's all well and good. I just That was my favourite one so far, but because um, it kind of felt bigger and it felt more fluid than the first game, because the yeah. first game's a fucking mess. Well, the first game's really but, nice looking. It's actually nicer looking than the second game. I don't know. On Xbox, it looked, the second one looks really nice. Especially Brotherhood, actually. There's a step up on Brotherhood a bit on Xbox. But the second one, I kind of felt like um, you started off with a really charismatic character who was a bit like Aladdin, wasn't he? He was a bit of a street rat doing what he, well, he wasn't a street rat because he was rich, but he had that charm about him and he was a bit of a do what he wants. homeless person. Yeah, you start off by running across like buildings with your brother and having a race and then he goes yeah. to chat up some girl and it's like, and his mum makes a hey, very baby. rude joke at the first few minutes. But um, gradually, as that game went on, he lost a lot of his personality. And then the sequels, he's really bereft of personality. Yeah, the sequels, you've seen some <clears> shit. I think like he's having like, none yeah. flashbacks in one, isn't it? It's like, yeah, in Revelations. Is it, is it Revelations. In Revelations, he keeps um, getting these artifacts that belong to Ezio, and you see... Not Ezio, Altier, and oh, you see yeah. his boss. But anyway, we've digressed. <clears throat> anyway, Assassin's Creed Unity is pretty much like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and Revelations. It's pretty bereft of any personality. But my God, is it a nice-looking game. But it runs. There's still when some faces frame rate aren't issues. Imploding. That's only on PC. There's still some uh, runtime issues <laughs> on the Xbox One. That's a feature, not a bug. Yeah. Um, there's still some runtime issues on the Xbox One, but I looked at the marketplace today trying to find a game to play and review for today. Um, and everything was about a tenner. They had uh, Dead Rising for 26 quid. And then um, someone said to me that they were selling Unity on on Simply Games for £13. And I thought, that can't be the fucking same game that's just come out only two months ago. <laughs> yeah, of course I'll buy it. £12, £13. Get on it. And uh, yeah, it's a really pretty game. I don't think I'm going to regret play- buying it because it's... If anything, it shows that they're building a new engine. Yeah, yeah. Which is something I haven't seen from Call of Duty for the last seven years. So no, no, they make a new engine for the Call of Duty games. It just plays exactly the fucking. No, thing. no, no. They copy and paste the same engine. They just add an extra zero for the resolution. <laughs> <laughs> so it's now up to tw- 120. <laughs> it was on minus one before. So. Um, but anyway, no, no, so I got PC Master Race, man. <laughs> in terms of in, in terms of gameplay, it's the same old lovable assassins you've seen before. Cold and callous, killing people for. No reason beyond you're told to by someone in a slip of paper. Um, There's not anything really disturbing like using dead prostitutes as checkpoints again, is there? No, no, nothing. Because like that, that. that uh, before Fem Frequency brought that up, mm. no, I was like, I was like, we're not going to get into that because I don't care what other people's opinions are because everyone's allowed their own opinion. Pop for gamer gators, yeah, <laughs> they're not allowed an opinion. They... I thought something the other day, right? Because you know, an actual gamer gate is a type of ant that if the, there's no queen in the hive, it can turn into a queen. Yeah, right, but there's an ant. I was thinking... Are you saying what that if, Gamergate is a transgender? No, I'm saying, what if all the people who are being harassed by Gamergate just went, hang on a sec, they all watched Ants, when there's lots of us and there's not that many of them. We could all gang up against the grasshoppers. You, this is a Bug's Life. Bug's Life? Ants had the same storyline. Oh yeah, so it did. Yeah. yeah except they had Woody Allen and Sylvester Stallone. Hells yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and Jennifer Lopez. Um, yeah, in in terms of in Lopez. terms of plot, it's pretty it's pretty thin. Um, but to contrast, that simply games also had uh, Black Flag for four pound twenty nine. So I bought that as well. Um, played Black Flag on the Xbox One. It's actually exactly. It looks exactly the same as the Wii U version, hmm. which is odd. I've heard the PC version's got like um, some extra little texture stuff going on, but they all look fairly similar. Um, but I I remember why I loved Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I I played that the most. The sea shanties. <laughs> I played that game the most. Um, it's it's the only game where you you're sort of you're playing someone who's almost breaking the fourth wall with how much they just don't give a fuck. 
she steals some bloke's jacket and goes on a mad adventure because someone's going to give him some money and it's better than being stuck on an island, I guess. Because he's not actually not supposed to be an assassin. No, he's not an assassin. That's and at cool. the beginning, they, they, they show that he's not an assassin by getting rid of that stupid wrist blade. It's in every game. Nice. I'd never wear that. Even if I'm an assassin, that's like, that, someone's made that, yeah. But if that f- goes wrong, you put your hand down, it's painful. Possibly die. Is <laughs> that always what, um, you know Wolverine's claws in X-Men? Yeah. Everyone does. I always wondered what would happen if he tilted his wrist down slightly when they shot out. Would they come out the tops of his wrists? Well, that's the thing. They're too long to actually do that because they always come out longer yeah, than his. But they're hand as long as his forearm. His wrist. They're supposed to be as long as his forearm. No, they're longer than that. Most yeah, but of that's the, films. it. Depends who draws them. In the comics, there. And also, if they're as long as his forearm and they shoot out, then how much is left in to support them? So how yeah. do they stay in place when he hits someone? Don't, physics, man. The physics of it all don't make sense. <laughs> We're not going to get into the nerdiness yet. Spoilers, <laughs> maybe later. Yeah, that's not even spoilers. That's just suggesting that we might talk about an early thing. Like anyway, yeah, Assassin's Creed Unity. It's a good, solid six out of ten, which isn't bad nowadays. It didn't work before. It works now, and you can pick it up for a bargain price. It's a free bit of DLC that mm-hmm. you can go in the catacombs of Paris on, which I'm looking forward to playing once I played the main game. That's where they keep all the dead people. That's where they keep bits of dead people. Oh yeah, because they yeah. chopped them all up. Yeah. 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 One fun fact about Paris. Buildings <laughs> can't be that tall because they would collapse into the ground if they were. That's why Paris yeah. has no skyscrapers. I want the next Assassin's Creed game to let you be um, a Spetsnaz. They've already announced the next one. Oh, yeah. It's Set the... in Victorian London, isn't yeah. it? Which I don't mind, uh, but you know what's going to happen, don't you? What? You know what will be pre-order DLC? What? Hunt Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah. That will be pre-order. I guarantee that's pre-order DLC. Spring Hill Jack as well. They could do a Spring Hill Jack thing. Because people don't talk about Spring Hill Jack anymore. Sweeney Todd. Let's have Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> have um, Sherlock no. Holmes be investigating you. Let's go the whole hog. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just <laughs> jump in on it. Um, but no, I'd like him to do one where you're like a Spetsnaz in like hmm. a demilitarised Russia. What about a Nazi trying to be good? All right, now. Nazis weren't trying to be good. Speaking of Nazis, have you seen the programme Man Seeking Woman? No. It's a new programme starring Jay Baruchel. It's on FX, my favourite channel, payment pending. <laughs> it's actually very good. Yeah. Your review! You didn't even give a score for Assassin's Creed. Oh shit, Assassin's Creed you don't have gets, to. gets a Tom Berenger. Do you Tom remember Berenger. Sniper? Yeah. Great film. And Sniper 2. Not good. That's why it gets a Tom Berenger. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, my first review then. Um, I'm going to be doing two WWE things today. Alright, so two one. mediums. But um, I'm going to do one at the start, I'll do one later. I'm not going to say when, though, so you have to keep listening. We just said one at the start and one at the end. Yeah, but when at the end? Which one? Which would be my last review? My third? Who knows? Well, we've only got four reviews, so if it's one at the beginning and one at the end, one would think it's one and four. Shh! All right. (laughs) So the first thing I'm going to review is the uh, free-to-play mobile phone game, WWE Immortals. Um, (laughs) Oh, shit, I saw this! Yeah. (laughs) Can we put the trailer on this section? Can we just put the trailer play? I'll get content ID if you use the trailer. Oh. I'm going to just get screenshots. But um, <laughs> WWE Immortals is literally... like If I'm going to give it the simplest description... It's Injustice. It's Injustice Gods Among Us, the mobile phone game. <laughs> and if I'm going to give it a more complex description, it's Injustice Gods Among Us, the mobile phone... It, <laughs> now, if you like the Injustice mobile phone game... you love this. Yeah, but... Um, that game only existed to get you to download another app and get DLC costumes. That's the only reason anyone downloaded Injustice, wasn't I it? I played the game for a long time. The mobile one. Mm. Was the mobile one as bereft of features as this WWE Immortals is? Because I didn't download it. I didn't have an Android phone at the time. Because all you do um, is you tap the screen and then it will say swipe, swipe, and then you yeah. do your special move. You have to hit the button to do a special move, but it only works when it lets you. 
yeah, um, graphically, cool. the thing, the game's brilliant. Like it looks really yeah, nice. It's just like it's video, isn't it? It's no, not... no, it's game. It's proper gameplay. Well, no, it's not because you don't like you don't go left, left, right, left, right, yeah. forward. It's just like tap, 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 tap. Yeah, it's all simple like... and stuff, but it is a really nice looking game. Yeah. Um, I should describe the plot. The plot's amazing. Um, Bray Wyatt, New Orleans sort of cult leader character in WWE, although he's not really anymore because his tag team split up. Um, he carries a lantern to the ring in the in the show. Okay, it's an electric lantern, but he somehow blows it out. Okay, to ask me why, uh, because it'd be too difficult to blow out. An Maybe actual he has flame. powers over electricity. Maybe he's Raiden. He presses the button. Raiden, God of Thunder. <laughs> he's doing that magic trick, you know, in a little like a little real little kid when you make him think your thumbs come off. It's like that. He's going, "Watch me blow out the electric lamp." Yeah. And he's pressing the button as he does he's it. Like they go, Fester oh. Adams with the light bulb. Yeah. Cheating. He's really just got like he just stuck a cable up his backside and just got it coming through his mouth and just No, he has mystical powers over uh. electricity. Oh. Why is it so hard for you to believe that mystical people exist? God, anyone would think you weren't a Christian. No, I'm not. I joined the Mormons the other day, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, he's gets a lantern and he's gonna use this lantern to control the minds of all the masses. Let his word spread, as it were. Um but the authority mass panic. Yeah. No, he wants them to be his cult, his followers, oh. his buzzards, or something like that. I don't know. But then Triple H and Stephanie, the uh, the authority. Why is she called Stephanie? Why Stephanie McMahon. She... But why? Because like that's you, her name. You've got like Triple H, Rikishi, Undertaker, the gimmicks, Kane, Mankind, but... Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> The Rock, Stone Cold. So you've got Kurt Angle and you've got friggin' William Regal. It's not his real name, but Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that's that's not his real name either. But no, but no, she's just Stephanie. It's her name. It's just what her name is. But they <laughs> beat up Bray Wyatt and they steal the oh, the lantern. How old's Bray Wyatt? In his twenties. Oh, I thought he was really old. He's Husky Harris. He's one of the Blackjack's sons. Um, I thought they were beating up an old man, costing no. some poor geriatric. But then the authority um, they use the lantern, but they don't know how to control its power. <gasps> And it opens a dimensional portal no. where, obviously, it's not going to go to a dimension where um, John Cena's completely over as a face. Instead, you know, he's probably still getting booed or something. Instead, what? it's a dimension where, like, all these different dimensions. So there's one where John Cena's a superhero and there's <gasps> the Bella Twins who have just knock-off Kitana and Melina-looking things. And, what? Um, Big Show's an ice giant thing. Um, <laughs> Kane's like a demonic dude. The best one is Daniel Bryan because there's... Is he just a goat? He always looks like a goat. It's not even that. Um, one Daniel Bryan's wearing a Yes t-shirt okay, and the bad one's wearing a No t-shirt and he's got some horns on his head that's about as far as this yeah. sh- this sounds amazing <laughs> but yeah it, it's like I've played through a few levels of it now and nothing new has happened yet it hasn't thrown any variations on gameplay at me um, every now and again you get given a card because all the characters are on cards because mm-hmm. they have to be um, one thing I will say it doesn't have a dual currency system it has the one currency and you buy that currency to buy, buy your cards or whatever. You can, oh, so it's only pay to play? Or yeah. Or do you earn currency as you play? You earn currency as you play, but um, it's slow, obviously. It's going to be painfully slow. But at least it's not giving you some currency you can't use for bugger all and then asking you to pay to unlock the stuff you actually need. You can still, if you wanted to, you could still grind the game and... How many times have I been it? tricked by the flower patent font that you have to spend a fiver to get? How too many times I've fallen victim to being aesthetically pleased by ladies' underwear on men. <laughs> and no more. No more. This game is the new devil. It's the dawn of a new age. Yeah. But it's a, a sphera, isn't it? Yeah. But um, it's alright, but I would say if you want to play a WWE mobile phone game, play WWE Supercard. Boom! Yeah. They keep adding new moves good. to it. It's it. 
nicely designed. They gave away 300 um, of the credits to customers at Christmas, they? Didn't gave they? me 50. I got 300. In yeah, your you face. probably play it more than I probably, do. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I am it's, on Ultra Rare Plus Plus much, now. It's how much your time is worth to yeah. them. <laughs> but um, it's really smart. It's, uh, w Supercard's good, but WB Immortals, yeah. I yeah. would say, though, if they release an Xbox 360, like a new... That's Xbox just like, 360. Just like a Mortal Kombat a console skin. game, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they release after um, they're done with Mortal Kombat 10. But I'd buy it, because, you know, as a full game, I think it would be really fun. But as a mobile phone, that little cut-down, pared-down mobile phone experience where you have to have really shitty controls because touchscreens suck as a control method. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. My score will be... Uh, what's the worst comic I've got over there? I'm not a big fan of Batman the Long Halloween, controversially. You're fucking getting rid of all our fans, aren't you? Yeah. Just throwing them to the wayside. Look at that. Actually, um, it's a kick-ass two. Yeah, definitely yeah. kick-ass two. I was going to say that as soon as I saw it. Yeah, but... it's a kick-ass two out of kick-ass. <laughs> Your review. Boom! All right, my next review is... Let me just quickly check my list, because my memory is a fleeting... Well, you have mixed Rockstar Energy drink with whiskey. It's a fleeting glass into the dementia I'll probably suffer when I'm older. Uh, okay, I am going to review a movie. <laughs> okay. Alright, so I've watched a bunch of films this week. Super exciting time for films because Boyhood's in the Oscars. For some reason. <laughs> Took 12 years to make, man. 12 years. We're stealing that from Red Letter Media. We're going to stop that right <laughs> this second. Um, so I, I controversially, I did not watch a film that's been nominated for an Oscar. Instead, I watched a film starring James Spader. Don't ever think that James Spader hasn't made great films. James Spader's damn good, man. <laughs> what's your favourite James Spader film? Um, Sex, Lies and Videotape, probably. No, not or that crash. one. Crash. <laughs> Guess what I watched? I watched Crash. And not Crash... The, the fucking Sandra Bullock. Oh. Not Crash, the, the Sandra Bullock film. Not the Cronenberg film. It's a fucking legend. Yeah, not not that film. No, the sexy Crash. Yeah. All about sexing <laughs> crashes. Um, James Spader plays a businessman <laughs> bored with his life. I was searching for a film that took the longest to make, right? Yeah. And I got film that took, and it said film that took 12 years to make, <laughs> and then film that took the longest to make. <laughs> Boyhood! Boyhood took 12 years to shoot. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, none of that shit. I'm done with Boyhood. What a terrible movie. Um, Alright, so we're going to talk about Crash. So James Spader is a businessman who is bored with his existence. He has lived a life of futile aspects that he feels are slowly diminishing in value to him, including money, power, and so on and so forth. One day he witnesses an accident, or he's in an accident, I can't really quite remember, and he gets a fetish for... Um, accidents basically he starts getting um, getting aroused by the idea of people being wounded and, and accidents and injuries culminating in quite possibly one of the sexiest scenes ever committed to celluloid in which he fucks a woman's wound we had to when we did film studies they we watched that scene well, dude I there you go people bitching about saying oh freaking boyhood took 12 years mate. I just remembered the film that took longer than that Thief what? and the Cobbler took 29 years to make no one freaking I, gave that an Oscar. Have I seen it? No. 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 And you know why I haven't seen it? It's probably like nine hours long. It's probably like Andy Warhol's Frankenstein. No, it's not. It's an anime. It's terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then that's why no one gave it an Oscar. Boyhood is the greatest film ever made. Um, so, yeah, like, it's it, he fucks a lady's wound. I, I watched the scene Patricia at least... Patricia Arquette? It is Patricia Arquette. I watched the scene at least 12 times just because it took me that long to masturbate. At first, it was really hard. 
God, it's only about 30 seconds long, the scene, so... Yeah. yeah. Well, usually masturbating only takes 10 seconds. Do the math, ladies. I'm so good at jacking a dick, it only takes me about 10 seconds to see a spur of white hot man oil. Well, that's what one of the reviews said, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, just repeat One of your reviews on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> this men's toilet gets two turtlenecked thumbs up. <laughs> Those aren't turtlenecked thumbs. <laughs> oh, you only know explicit tag I put on the podcast. <laughs> We're earning it. We are yeah. definitely earning it. Um, but yeah, no, Crash is actually a really, really good film. It's a deconstruction of sexuality in the media and and just in general the idea that um, sensationalised violence isn't far from being a sadomasochistic nightmare that people, you know, salivate over the prospect of injuries on screen. Um, I I give it a very strong Brendan Fraser in The Mummy. Do you remember when it came out? No. Oh, dude, it was controversial. 96. Fuck, yeah. I was eight. Yeah, I remember. Because when it came out... I was too busy smoking and doing whores <laughs> and crack cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you had your little um, candy sticks. That you no, no, no. I was rolling dice in the alleys with the mafiosos. <laughs> I was playing street ball. <laughs> street ball with Woody Harrison and Wesley Snipes. They said white men can't jump, but white boys, we can no. jump a lot. <laughs> See, when I was a kid, there was a period... I, I, I'm, I'm old enough to remember We're the video old. nasties era. Yep, so do I. Which is worrying. Um, but you the... got the Redux in the nineties. Really? Yeah, you got when it was uh, Reservoir Dogs and shit. Yeah, I remember Reservoir yeah. Dogs took a long time to come out. Yeah, I, I, I saw that film before it got released over here. <laughs> Bootleg videos. Ah, oh, boom! But, um, back in the day, when Crash came out, that was probably the closest to Reservoir Dogs hysteria about a film that I can remember because it was banned for ages. BBFC refused it's its a certificate on DVD video. Film. I don't know how. Yeah. Look, I got an erection, which means it must be good. The thing is, it shows like a sign that the BBFC did let up a little bit because Crash is actually it's not particularly nasty. Well, it's nasty. You can just slap a sticker over James Spader's yeah. face and it's a twelve. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that film like all the controversy that caused in like nineteen ninety six, ninety seven, um, like ten, twelve years later, Serbian film gets passed. Like it has a few cuts, but they wasn't they didn't have a problem. They got it passed. Hey, have you heard that women aren't allowed to ejaculate in porn in the UK anymore? Yeah. There goes my fun on a Saturday night. Did you laugh like crazy the other day when everyone thought page three was being taken out of the sun and loads of um, women's rights groups go, well, we got it, we got rid of... No, no, I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That. It's not like anyone... And it's, no, it wasn't. Look, look, I understand that you that, that ladies are upset because they feel like women are being somehow exploited, but... Those ladies make a living out of that. That's their job. They choose, they choose to do, to do <laughs> yeah. it. They choose to go to the gym every day so they look good on the page free. It's nothing that you need to get upset about. I understand that it's, it's not nice. There's not a, they, they sometimes do that male equivalent, but that just seems like panic. If it was that. in the Beano, I'd be concerned. <laughs> I wouldn't. That Dennis the Menace can get his testes out any day. <laughs> Bell the Pell could do a boob job. <laughs> Wait, yeah. how is Bell the Pell? Yeah, I, um, I really like Crash. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna mediate from the point of the sun. I really just don't give a shit about a 30p newspaper that's racist. <laughs> hey, guess Which what? One? Guess what? Guess what? Right? Yeah, a man killed two people. You know why it's just man? Because he's white. Yeah. If it's a if it's a Muslim, it's a Muslim killed two people. He's still a fucking man, you bastards. <laughs> it doesn't matter what his religion is. He's still a bloke. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You're segregating people for your words. You Bastards! Um, I give it a Brendan Fraser from The Mummy. Never oh, been yeah. better. Never been better than right that moment. So that's Crash that you. That's you're, Crash. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's Crash. The Sun. <laughs> that can have a Rupert Murdoch right up their fucking cunt here. 
<laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. Word Gunter? Where's that come from? It's like Gunter. <laughs> <laughs> Gunter never talks. He Gunter. just quacks. <laughs> Gunter Lieber. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I'd recommend Crash. Wouldn't recommend The Sun, but I'd recommend the Crash film by Sweet. David Cronenberg. Not the one about race. That's kind of boring and, and really. It's not it's, a good film. It's like magic, isn't it? Like, there's loads of really big coincidences. It was ten years out of date. I give it an Al Pacino from Jack and Jill. You'll wonder what the fuck it's doing in your DVD player, and you'll constantly miss the days when you thought it was good. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. But Brendan Fraser and the Mummy for Crash by David Cronenberg, because, as I said, it's never been better. I liked him in Passion of Darkly Moon. That's where he, like, pervs over some girl. <laughs> Straight over my it's head. Before the Mummy. I liked him in. Um, you what dare was say the Monkey film? Bone. I love Monkey Bone. <laughs> Henry Selleck. It's a good film. Chris Catan's in that. <laughs> so it's Monkey Goldberg. And uh, what's the name of the woman? I can't remember. But no, he was also in. What was that film? Uh, Blast from the Past. That was a great oh, yeah. film. That was a really good film. It's a really sweet comedy about a man living in a bomb shower. And it's got Christopher Walken, who is one of my favourite impressions to do. Everyone does a Christopher Walken. Can you do a Christopher Walken impression? Yeah. Um, the other day, I was <laughs> driving a taxi cab, and the dwarf got in with me. And he was saying, take me to Mordor. Along the way, there was just too much traffic. And he said, don't worry, I'll get out and walk. And I said, Gimli, one simply doesn't walken into Mordor. <laughs> it's not only the there was the there was the impression, there was a punchline. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I can do a really bad one. Go for it. All right, one second. Let me just stop laughing a little bit. <laughs> um, no, I don't want you. I want your wife. <laughs> You're a cantaloupe. <laughs> Swatch, little man. <laughs> Should I review something? <laughs> That's amazing. Right. This is the best episode ever. <laughs> right, my next review yep. is a video game. Um, which I've discovered last week. It's a free-to-play game again. Let me guess. WWE Immortals. No. I've already reviewed ah, WWE Immortals. Ah. It's a free-to-play game on Steam, yep. which is so free-to-play and so decent that people on Steam have been going, how can I give you money for this? So he's put a PayPal He's put a PayPal thing in the game so people can donate to him for oh. it. It's a game called Echoes Plus. It's a sort of new version of an old game that was around a few years ago. Echo the Dolphin? No. Oh. But um, it's kind of like... Imagine if Geometry Wars was a just asteroids. Game. Okay. So it's got the asteroids gameplay, destroying the rocks, blast, blast, blast. Yep. Um, you're not destroyed in one hit. You're, you've got a health system. Kind of similar to Luftwaffe's. It's a ring around you that gets oh, smaller yeah. as you get hit. Um, but it's a really nicely made free-to-play game. It's simple. It's not. It's only plays in 720p, which some people have moaned about, which I think with a game that's you wireframe and stuff, kind of crispers are better, but 720p is fine because you're not going to get it that much nicer. Also, it's got a better frame rate most of the time. Yeah. But although, it, although loads of computers could do 1080p, it does cause frame rate. No, it's um, it's a nicely little put together game. It's got a nice little scaling powers ability. I like to see it go a little bit more mental. I think. Um, there's well, a lot like of different modes. Showing pictures of open heart surgery and stuff. <laughs> no, I just want weapons that go crazy. Um, <laughs> just if you get the high score, yeah. it pauses the game for you and just plays that fucking scene from Crash for ten <laughs> solid minutes. If you can get through that, you can keep playing. Yeah. But it's in the background. It's um, <laughs> the main mode of it's only a short thing. You have got like ten levels to play through. But okay. um, I, I can't figure out what actually progresses the levels. I think it's points. 
Um, but every level introduces a new type of um, meteorite that's coming for you. Like you might have once oh. a trail of them, like a snake, or yeah. um, ones that home in on you and stuff. Um, there's a classic mode which is done to make it look like an old phosphorus vector screen, cool. which I'm old enough to have used those. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no. Videotape. Yeah. There's a mode where you only Do have it. the um, asteroids that are trails chasing after you, the ones with snake tails. Um, but yeah, it's a really nicely made little game. It's free. It's a quick little download, and the guy seems to be pretty cool, and I liked it. Oh, that's good. I quite like it. It's strange to see in this day and age someone who um, who isn't profiteering from their skills. It's strange to see a free-to-play game on Steam without microtransactions that isn't a fucking visual novel. Because <sighs> there's a lot of them now. You've lost me. Visual novels, man. You've lost me. You should play some visual novels. I enjoy them. would rather just read a book or play a game. Yeah, you could I do. don't want to combine those two. Just click. A visual novel broke my last mouse. A speed one I did of Rising Angels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it fucked my mouse button up. <laughs> did it just say R.I.P. your mouse at the end? <laughs> it took me a few weeks to realise. I was just in denial. Oh. Uh, but, um, yeah. I've Echoes... heard it's lovely. In Egypt, yeah? Uh, denial. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just a river in Egypt. <laughs> What would you? What score would you give the game? I'll give it a score. It's on my curator list. That's about the highest recommendation anyone could possibly if get. You were to, if you were to, for a while I was the top curator on there. So yeah, with my free followers, feel free to follow my curator page. <laughs> do I need to do anything to do it? Go on Steam, find my creator. Oh my god, the list it. continues. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> Echoes Plus is good. Give it a download. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. You can go now. That's only a short game oh. anyway, so it's oh. a short review. Jesus Christ, that was quick. Um, Alright, I'm going to review American Sniper. Mm. Um, some controversy about this one this week. Little bit nice to us. Um, but yeah, no, Seth Rogen doesn't like it. Nor does Senator Palpatine or Michael Moore or Darth Vader. Senator Palpatine isn't into sniper movies. God. No, didn't like it. Um, okay, so the premise is that it follows the story of Chris Carl, who was an American sniper with the most amount of kills in the USA. Oh, the one that got killed? The one who got killed. It, yeah. At gun range. Apparently, Something. snipers don't see death coming. <laughs> but anyway, he had 140 confirmed kills whilst he was working in the army. And because well done. we're in a society that celebrates people being murdered, I feel I no actually no I'm going to retract that statement. I'm sorry, audience. I'm not going to I'm not going to pander to you. These people, they killed people that were trying to kill them. Being a soldier and and fighting for your country, you understand that you know your life is going to be on the line, and it's sad. People die. Chris Carl is probably a nice guy, so I've got nothing to say too much on the film. It's it's a film that's minus the emotions a lot of the time. Um, because he's going through PTSD, a lot of scenes of him trying to express emotion that, you know, it's sort of like, it's what you'd expect from a film nowadays. It's just like blank stares and just like, oh, Is it one of those films that um, they have the sound balance as if they've forgotten to remove the gain on the mic? Oddly enough, there's a little bit of Foley. Was a lot of this? Yeah. No, no, it's a lot of Foley, like weird noises in the background, like breathing's really high up and the sound of gravel is as well, and they're almost at the equal points. But when the scene is on someone's everything. face, you'd expect the gravel to be quieter because it's lower down than the breathing. Yeah. They're still like... <gasps> like that. just... Someone saw an Eastern European art film once and thought, I could yeah. do that. Someone thought, like, <laughs> oh, look, this is how... Just one line, and that's where audio goes. Um, but no, in general, it's if you like war films, it's a war film, but I just I didn't find it interesting enough. I don't think it... I, I also don't think it deserves an Oscar nomination. <laughs> it's a Clint Eastwood film. 
I know, and Clint Eastwood's been really good. He's yeah. a very brave director, but I don't know if that comes from him being an octogenarian or if that comes from him being a very brave filmmaker. I just think he gives zero shits about what people think about him. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's yeah. just old age. He just doesn't care anymore. you got to give zero shits when you um, look at use Gran Torino. A, a literal baby doll as a baby. Yeah, <laughs> Gran Torino was a film in which racial slurs were openly used quite yeah. heavily by a white main character. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know if it's just his recent films, but he's been sort of weird recently. There's this, and there was that one before this. What was it? He did that one with the natural disaster, didn't he? Yeah. I didn't watch it. I didn't see no, it. No, well, I saw some of it. I couldn't watch all of it. Because I heard it was a bit ropey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, I just didn't like it very much. Bradley Cooper, I'm sure he's a strong actor, but he's not really displaying it here. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't really recommend. I'd, I'd say if you're into your war films, it's, you know, it's worth checking out. There's not much to say about it. It's just like yeah, Seth Rogen and Michael Moore hate it. So do half of the Star Wars bad guys. So <laughs> oh, we directed Jersey Boys. Jesus, hereafter. That's the oh yeah, episode. fuck. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah, Matt Damon sees you did Jedco as well. Hills people, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I think the last film I watched of his was Gran Torino. To be honest, I haven't seen two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Oh, it was a year off. Yeah, don't get me for the pub quiz, people, because I don't know dates. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't really recommend it. Um, two films that I have seen recently that I would recommend uh, Whiplash and um, and also The Grand Budapest Hotel that was on Netflix is it on Netflix? I think it was on Netflix or that was an instant film I'm going to have to check because I need a movie to watch this week because I haven't reviewed anything or yet or I have on Blu-ray <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore my life's a blur of mild alcoholism sweets sweets? <laughs> no I don't eat sweets that's food <laughs> I don't eat food I just drink drink food <laughs> <laughs> soup food. Booze is food. food. Booze is food. It's soup. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd give American Sniper... Um, I would give it a Bruce Dern. It seems to have walked into the Oscars, even though its film really didn't have any signifying moments. And it's not or, quite sure why it's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like Bruce Dern in The Burbs. <laughs> it's a good film, man. It's a great film. Yeah, Fable um, Hour yeah, films. Yeah, huh? I'd give it a Bruce Dern. Um, he used to be really good, but now you sort of wonder why he's in the room. Um, yeah. God. I really wish I was more passionate about this. <laughs> not not this podcast. I'm always be... passionate about the podcast. I'm always passionate about being angry at people. But with this, I've got no one to really direct the anger at. He told the story very well. It's just a very basic story. It's sad. Bradley Cooper has a beard in it, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Oh, it's good filming. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, I would, <laughs> I would, if I was, I don't understand how this is in the Oscars. And Lego Movie isn't. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love the Lego Movie. I was annoyed that Lego, best animated film, Lego Movie and Cheating, Bill Plimpton's animated film. Oh, I don't give a fuck about Cheating. It's a really good film. No, it's not as good as the Lego Movie. You haven't seen it. I don't care. It's not as good as the Lego Movie. I'm financially invested in cheating. Anyway. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> in a sense that you've paid money to see it and you've seen it. So yeah, there's your there's the end of your financial investment. No, I funded it. I put money into it to buy, make it up. So, yeah, only a little to bit. Watch but, it. Yeah. You've watched it. Yeah. But um Do you, have all you know what's gonna freaking you, <laughs> you know what film's gonna win Best Picture, Best Frozen? Animated Film, don't you? Nah, Frozen was last year. Oh was it? Did it win? Nah. No. Yes. Yeah. What? But this year you know what it'd be freaking what did it House... win? Best Animated Film. Cunts! Yeah, but you know it would be this year, won't you? Big Hero 6? No. What? How to Train Your Dragon 2. That's a good film. Yeah, but... Not as good as the Lego movie. Is it as good as the first one, even? Yeah, it's better uh, than the first one. It's definitely better than the first one. 
They get movies friggin' How weird is it to well. think that there's more character growth in How to Train Your Dragon 2 than there is in Grown Ups 2? <laughs> it's not that hard to imagine, actually. It's, no. Yeah. Jay yeah. Baruchel, again, in that. He's in Man Seeking Woman on FX, which is shown every every Tuesday, I believe, at 9pm Central. FX aren't going to sponsor you. They might do. Send me a t-shirt, please. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like that program. It's really good. What was I going to review next? No, no. I was going to review the one film I did watch recently, what? which was uh, The People vs. George Lucas, a documentary. I didn't like it. By Alexander... It's a good documentary. Shut no, your mouth. Mind. Shut your whore mouth. I don't care enough. <laughs> Directed by Alexandre Philippe, who's the uh, big lovable bear-looking guy from uh, Red Letter Media's site. I think you pronounced it wrong. Alexandre Philippe. I think it's Felipe. That's Ryan Felipe. It's Philippe. I don't care. <laughs> Why does it sound like he's jumping? Felipe. <laughs> yeah, he's flipping all around the place. Pirating. 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 I like Pirating. People vs. George Lucas. It's like it does. It gives a nice, fair sort of view of the whole thing of what George Lucas screwed us all over for, <laughs> with his uh, hand shooting, not shooting first, and the prequels and stuff. It portrays the fandom of Star Wars and how passionate the fans are and why they would feel. Maybe a little bit sort of pissed off at how shit he got. Because they're nerds. Yeah, but it's understandable, man. <laughs> You're messing with not just the memory that we have as a child when you mess around with those original films, but refusing to let us see them again is irritating. That that I agree with. Yeah. That I agree with. Like, <laughs> it's all well and good not liking someone when they're alive, but when they're dead and you're pissing on their graves... George Lucas isn't dead yet. I know he's not, but the, the Star Wars films are in the film, cat. Yeah. They were done. People remembered them and they had fond memories of that. Once it came to the new ones, he killed them off, cut them off. He was like, that's done. Move on. And when he killed them off, he was like, oh, you know what, make this better. Digital effects. Yeah. Most kids today haven't seen the original CG Jabba the Hutt. because they, they haven't no. existed since, no, in, like, 96. No, no, I'm on, yeah, but you know in the special edition when they had the original Jabba the Hutt CGI and it was just, I mean, it's terrible still in the Blu-ray versions, but it was worse in that. It was just before. It was just a puppet, wasn't it? No, they never had Jabba Hutt. Wasn't in New Hope at all. Oh, I thought you were talking about the third one. No, in the third one they still had the puppet in Revenge of the Return of the Jedi, but in A New Hope they added in a scene where Han Solo's talking to Jabba the Hutt. But they they CGI Jabba into the film. They had this old scene they shot and never used. Originally there was an actor in the play role, mm. but um, yeah, they CGI'd it in. The first version of special editions looked atrocious. Do you think George Lucas is like, oh, I've got to justify the fans buying this film they love? More than life itself. Digital hand solos. Just digital, chucks all sorts of extra stuff in. Slug men. He, he edited a continuity error into the latest special edition. Really? Yeah. R2D2 hides behind a rock now to avoid the Tuscan Raiders in a cave, and when he moves out from the cave, the rock's not there anymore. Just. That George Lucas. He's all about the ducats. Mm. He's all about the money. But that um, People vs. George Lucas did. I like it at the end of it, it was kind of. They were like, they're still big fans. Wizards, the guy who directed it. The guy with glasses in Red Light Media. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, him. <coughs> I Steve like him now. Yeah. But, um, I don't. <laughs> but it was, like, it was nice and fair balanced how it came across. I've seen some reviews saying that it was trying to push an agenda, but it really isn't, because by the end of it, they're all just... We're annoyed that he did these things, but we still love George Lucas because he brought us Star Wars, and the amount of good that we got out of Star Wars and Indiana in Jones is better than all the crap. Indiana Jones is a more solid character than the whole of the cast of Star Wars. Yeah, but it's a different sort of thing, isn't it? Like, no. Star Wars is... roguish like... hero, goes on an adventure, he meets a love interest, and he saves the day. In Star Wars, 
one young man meets a roguish hero who teaches him they fall in love about stuff and then they fall in love with people and then they save the day just yeah. adding in an extra character Indiana Jones has got more of a sort of gritty style to it more of a sort of like that's it's bound to the real world, isn't it? So there's going to be so a Star Wars, technically. Star Wars it says it? in a time long, long ago. Yeah, we don't know that didn't happen. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica says it did. Yeah. How did they? Did they, they never rectified that in Battlestar Galactica? Nope. Lucy's, did they nope. when they were listening nope. to Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. All along the but it was down. the past. Look right. Yeah. Cylons. What about them? All... That was the entire argument. <laughs> okay. Here you go. Here's 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 my argument. All that exists in the world, all the matter that exists in the world right now, is all the matter that has ever existed. Because matter can't be created. It exists. Mm -hmm. The way that matter is transferred and we create more people is just a a transfer of matter. There's no creation of matter at any point in the world. When you shit, your shit is stuff you've eaten. It's not new matter being born into the world. And when people eat and they're pregnant, those nutrients go into the baby and they make their baby out of the matter that you consume. It's... There, there. We have never not existed in some form. Hmm. So it is perfectly acceptable to assume that the twinkling light in the eye of a vinyl of Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower was speeding through the galaxy, <laughs> hit someone in the eye, and they learnt the song. Billions of years before the human race. Billions existed. and billions. Yeah. All alone the Watchtower. That's the Bob Dylan version. All right. Anyway. What's that got to do with People versus George Lucas? <laughs> Fuck, you're on to me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm going to take the elevator downstairs. But yeah, that was a good documentary. You're a jerk. Oh, no, I, I agree. It's a, it's a good documentary. I just didn't care about the subject matter enough for it to be an enthralling Why documentary. Why not? Were you not born in the 90s? Yeah, I was. But just oh, like... you grew up with the prequels. No, I didn't. I had the VHS, the originals. I've still got the, the VHSs, yeah. Um, I, I Pretty like, special edition. I like Star Wars. It's just I like aspects of Star Wars rather than liking the, the whole series. You're supposed to love everything about it. You're supposed to I buy an empty cardboard box and collect your tokens and get your your one figure every few months. Maybe Do you know what like really a, irritates me? Like Amiibos. Like, okay, so people get up in arms about Johnny Storm being black and now they're getting up in arms about Stormtroopers being black. When are they going to get oh, over black people existing? <laughs> <laughs> the, the latest thing is um, that one they're, of the they're shadow people, people hiding. They've no, always been around. The latest thing, they are shadow people. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's racist. That's super racist. And, uh, Dick. The latest one they're getting upset about um, is that one of the stormtroopers is a woman in the new film. Women have existed. Well, I guess like nerds haven't known about women. But that there's, long. it's literally like I, I was trying to think. I even in expanded universe, I can't think of a single, single female stormtrooper. And I struggle to even think if there was any women working Princess for the Leia Empire. dressed up as a stormtrooper. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't to go and save version. Luke from the garbage disposal. She wasn't dressed as a stormtrooper. They saved her. She was in the prison. And then she's all like, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? And he's all like, fuck you, bitch. You can I'm, stay here. I've just remembered. That's the film with Harrison Ford in it, isn't it? Yeah. I don't acknowledge the female form when Harrison Ford is on screen. <laughs> Who would? So hot. Yeah. Um, Boring conversation anyway. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't mind it. As a documentary, it worked. And you're yeah. right. It isn't biased, which is nice. I like yeah. films that are like that. Have you ever seen the documentary Capturing the Freedmans? I really, yeah. really recommend that documentary because it's the story of a, a man who um, likes to film his family. Like, they do a lot of tapes yeah. Yeah, in the 70s. And um, it follows the family in the 70s through these tapes and through um, witness accounts of 
um, the father being accused of child molestation. Nice. It's fucking dark, but it is such a fascinating film. It is, it's one of those films by the end as well. You don't know who's telling the truth, who's lying. He was commit, he, he, spoilers. He was, <laughs> he was actually, um, he was arrested and he was sent to prison under, under the, um, because they thought that he was yeah. touching kids, but they never proved it. It's never a hundred percent proven. So it's just like this, this comma on the story, but it's very, very good. Very good. But at the end of the day, did he put Jabba the Hutt in Star Wars? He might have done. You know what, right? He was a child molester. Yeah. (laughs) You're pretty evil to do that. In my eyes, I think he was a child molester, so he could have been sent as a Palpatine. Do it. (laughs) Kill him. Kill him. (laughs) Kill him. Not from a Jedi. You know, they say that Darth Kreedus was able to bring back the dead. I could teach you these powers. Could I learn this? You can. No, he says, not from a Jedi. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, shit, sorry. I didn't watch those movies. I watched I watched the fight That's scene. That's the only good scene in Avengers of the Sith. <laughs> oh, no, there's a scene where he kills a bunch of kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. The younglings. Pretty awesome. Where do they have Killed lightsabers the when they have to go on a journey to get Why crystals? Why do the little kids have lightsabers? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why do the kids have lightsabers when, you, when you're a Jedi, you have to go and find a crystal? Yeah, you put it's meant a... to be a special thing. It's meant yeah. to be a big deal. You put the crystal in the toilet roll tube, and you put the light, the light, the, 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 the torch on the bottom. Yeah. And that makes your lightsaber. Yeah, but it's like, they keep going on about how, like, um, you know, there's a right of passage to get it. Only a Jedi can wield the lightsaber. No, no, little four-year-old kids are playing with lightsabers, and they've got a toy. That little thing that yeah. Luke Skywalker was... It's in, a kid's in, toy. It's a kid's toy. <laughs> like, yeah, way to it's... diminish the value of our hero. Ugh. Not my hero. George Lucas ruined Star Wars. But um, I'm glad he's what? not on it now, he and I'm still up Star Wars. Yeah. My favourite film of his is THX 1138, so... Oh, the like film it. with the bald head, the barcode? Yeah. I haven't seen it. No, it's a good film. Did he do Jewel? No, that was no. Steven Spielberg. I no, like that Spielberg. film. Yeah. Sometimes I get Jewel mixed up with Maximum Overdrive. <sighs> Classics. Classic film. First film with Green Goblin as the villain. Yeah. <laughs> In the form um, of a I'll truck. Take, I'll take that. Uh, so, what would you give? What would you give the people versus George Lucas? Um, oh, there's an interesting segue. Do you remember the short stories they had on Adult Swim about George Lucas growing up as a child? No. Ah, oh, check that out. That's uh, that's one for all you YouTube enjoyers, listeners. I only use YouTube to watch Tim and Eric's show clips now. I use it to watch upskirt videos for people on Japanese subways. Fair enough. Someone's got to watch them, I suppose. You know what? My fetishes have got really specific recently. Last week it was people eating miso soup. Yeah. This week it's people with no toes eating corn. That is specific. It's really weird. <laughs> But it's alright because there's a really expensive site that caters to my need. No, oh, that's good. It's good use of your money. Yeah, iTunes have got a lot of it recently. Is that what you're reviewing now? No. <laughs> What's your next review? My your next last... review. Is it the last one? Uh, yeah, it's my last one. Oh, um, I'm believing you've got another one. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about the Marvel Universe merger. Marvel Universe is merging. Yeah. So you've got the standard Marvel Universe and the Ultimate Universe. Sorry, guys, for anyone who didn't assume I was a massive fucking nerd, I am. Um, a massive nerd. Fuck. The jig is up. Um, so the Marvel universes are emerging. There was the Ultimate Universe, which has been going since 2001, and the Marvel Standard Contu- Continuity, which are both forming together to create one new, succinct Marvel Universe. This is the um, Infinite Crisis storyline, surely. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's um, they're doing Secret Wars, and then Secret Wars is going to lead into two other comics that finalise. Was it Secret Wars a few years ago? It was. They're redoing it because again, it's another Secret Wars thing. Um, so yeah, um, I've I've got a couple of fears. Well, not fears. I wouldn't say they're fears. I'm not scared of progression or change. And those comics still exist, so I can still read them. Hmm. Um, one of my favourite comics and one of the series that I read the quickest was um, The Ultimate Spider-Man and The Ultimate... Got them over there. Yeah, <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man and The Ultimate um, Avengers. The yeah. Ultimates, as it was called. Um, they paint pictures of superheroes that don't have everything sorted out. They have issues. They have problems. They make snap decisions and they get snap judgments. And there are things that happen that you don't see in DC or Marvel as it stands now. Yeah. You'll see it in the smaller books, the segues, stuff like that, but you won't see it in the major, major comics. And and things like the Ultimate Spider-Man comic is, it's a journey. It's a journey that you can take, and you can read every comic, and you'll see what's happening. There are little notices that tell you what what's good and what's bad, what's going to happen, what's going to happen in the future. Characters are fleshed out, and they're they're realised. Norman Osborn doesn't come, become the leader of a fucking of a police force like he does in the standard universe, which is fucking ridiculous. Um, and just it just it's really nice. Um, 150 issues of Ultimate Spider-Man, 154, sorry, um, and then it goes on to Miles Morales. And Miles Morales was a small Hispanic. Um, he was he was uh, mixed race. He was Hispanic yeah. and, and Black American, um, African American. I don't know. They, they're well, all Americans. I don't see colour on people's skin. I don't fucking care. Um, but yeah, he's, he, he, there was a lot of kick-off about him being Spider-Man, and there were loads of people that were upset that Spider-Man was going to be black. Um, but he was a really great character. He was instantly fleshed out. He had his fears that didn't change as he became Spider-Man. He was still worried about his family. He was still worried about the world and the future and what was going to happen. And it was just a really, really good comic. It was really earnest. And it was, it was nice. It was just a happy place to be. And then you had the contrast was the Ultimate Avengers, which painted four as a possible uh, insane person. He may not yeah, have been yeah. the God of Thunder. He might have just been a nutcase. Tony Stark had a brain tumor, which is what caused his heightened intellect. For some reason, his brain cells were reproducing. The Iron Man armor gave him the ability to, to keep that in place. It stopped it from developing quicker. It used electromagnets to reduce the damage that was being done. It increased his intelligence. Um, you had Reed Richards was was transformed by the gamma radiation in the sky. It wasn't just gamma radiation that changed him so he could stretch. It actually made him so that he was no longer an organism that would be considered human. Hmm. He just had a digestive tract that looked like an hourglass and no heart or anything else. His mind was infinitely expandable because it didn't exist as a standard... <laughs> his head, sorry, was infinitely expandable. His mind, because he didn't have a head or a mind, he, he was this combination of cells that could just reproduce and stretch and then decrease. And He was in complete control of his body and his functions. And it was just terrifying, that concept. Hmm. Because it's, it's almost as if someone went, oh, look, these characters are flawed. They're flawed. They're still human. What would, really, what would we expect if someone was to develop these fantastical powers? And they go... That's what we'd expect. We wouldn't expect Sue to be just like this. This oh, I'm I'm so closed in, and now I've got superpowers, so I'm going to stay closed in. No, she develops into this fucking intellect. She becomes almost a, an intellectual intellectual equal to Reed Richards, and that's fantastic. That's that's development of characters. I really liked it. Gwen Stacy at one point became a, a key figure, and then she died. And unlike the normal universe where she died, she was cloned, and then she wasn't cloned, then Hydra Man cloned her, and then fucking everything. She had a happened. baby with Norman Osborn. She had a baby with Norman Osborn. She became the new sinister, whatever her name was. Um, instead of that, Gwen Stacy was only came about again because the Venom symbiote ate their DNA, and they separated her from it. And then she started becoming the new, um, not Venom. What was the other guy? Um, the Venom. Carnage. 
Carnage. She became the new Carnage. Yeah, she had a white costume, didn't she? No, 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 she still had the red costume. But they removed the Carnage cells from her and she was just a clone of herself. She remembered dying. And they they, they, they challenged the the reader by saying, what if she isn't alive? What if she hasn't got a soul? What if there is an afterlife but she doesn't experience it? And then you had the penultimate issue before Miles Morales took over was a funeral issue for Peter Parker because he died in a massive climactic event. And, um, and it had, instead of having like, oh, look at his daring to, Jane... J. Jonah Jameson, who is probably one of the best comic book characters in his own right, he remembered seeing Peter Parker swimming down in a destroyed New York and saving people. Hmm. He remembered that, and then Four had his little moment. He went, I know what Peter Parker is doing now. He's not He's not like a frail little boy dead. What he's actually doing is he's in the halls of Valhalla, knocking pint glasses with all the other heroes. And you see the Avengers, and you see these historical greats, and you see Odin, you see Four, and they're all having a great time. And that's... That's him remembering his friend as a hero, fifteen year old boy is akin to four, this possibly delusional old man. But it's such a sweet sentiment and it's it it, it little moments like that punctuate the darkness. But it's a great comic, it's really good. And um, that merging with the Marvel Universe can only be a good thing because it's so stagnant now. I hope that they're going to remove certain characters. Like, yeah, they probably are. They're probably going to retcon so much of it. I'm hoping Miles Morales just ends up being a second Spider-Man because it's not like the Marvel Universe hasn't existed with two of them. Because if you get rid of Peter Parker entirely again, then people are going to be pretty annoyed. My theory is that they're going to try and make... Um, they're going to... Because it's a bunch of old white guys. Stan Lee's pretty with it, but the others aren't. He doesn't work for Marvel anymore, does he? Yeah, I think that there's probably a board meeting and there's probably like a bunch of people going, all right, all right, guys, he's black, so where are we going to put him? Um, Los Angeles. Let's put him in Los Angeles. He's going to take on the Hispanic gangs. He's going to take on the black gangs. He's going to, he's going to do all this topical stuff. He'll be a black figurehead for the kids. And I'll just be like, racist. <laughs> I won't read it anymore. No one will. It's like, why would that be a good idea? No, you're going to get him in the Future Foundation. It's going to be the same thing that he's doing in the Ultimate Universe. He's going to be in a different Future Foundation. And the difference is going to be that he's got to find out if he exists in this world. Hmm. There's going to be a contrast between what would happen if he didn't become Spider-Man. What would happen if Level 42 didn't exist and those spiders weren't kept alive for a small amount of time? What would happen if his uncle wasn't the, the Black Panther equivalent, the thief? Um, I can't remember the name of the thief. He's no, like, didn't um, read that far into the Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, but um, but what, if, what if none of that happened? And what if I still exist? I mean, it's asking the question like, am I in the, an individual? Uh, am I an individual because I think I am, or am I an individual because I am the only me? Hmm. And it's great. It's got to be enough of Miles Morales without powers. Well, there might not be. There might not be because it might be fated. There's the Watcher. There's the people that know about these things that can't be asked anymore because Watto or whatever his name was died. Did he? Oh, yeah, he was shot, and then his eye was used. Shot? To... Yeah, he was shot. That all he took. Well, he was shot very specifically. There was a Nick Fury storyline in which Nick Fury took advantage of the fact that he knew everyone's secrets. Like, like there's a there's like a spell that will dispel four to Earth. There's a breakdown code for Tony Stark's armor that will return him to base and stop him from being able to use the armor. There's like mm. shutdown codes. Captain America. There's a secret to reversing the process that made him Captain America, so he can make him a frail old man again. Loads of stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah, all hidden away. Mm. But um, I really like the Marvel Universe. I like it a lot more than DC. Although recently DC did the Rockworld Rock storyline with Swamp Thing and, uh, and Constantine. Really like that. And they also did um, the Five Years Later, which is a storyline. It, it was very similar to Rockworld, but it was an organic virus that started killing people and transforming them into like these techno-organic robots. Um, really gory, really interesting. Nice. Um, I like any storyline in which Superman's killed quite easily. <laughs> I don't like Superman as a character. That's me. Why? Superman's a nice guy. No, he's a god. He's not a character. He's a god. 
So point how Red you... All-Star Superman, because that's like brilliant. That do you know of... that like do you know what Superman's powers are? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> like he essentially can manipulate matter. He doesn't yeah. need to breathe if he doesn't want he can to. Make, he can shoot little miniature versions of himself from his fingers. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants, and that just He doesn't... can throw a cellophane S off his chest. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make for a doesn't make for an enthralling like hero if every villain is just the only thing he's susceptible to is magic. So if you're a fucking magician and you throw a rabbit out of your hat, you might have a chance. You but get if... feelings, you can get depressed. Then he grows a beard and he goes into the swamp and Swamp Thing cures he him. He grows a mullet as well. Yeah. Swamp Thing is a great character. He's a really flawed character. He has loads of like really interesting quirks. And you've got Constantine's a great character as well. Animal Man. Animal Man's one of my favourites recently. After the death of Animal Man storyline in the rock world, he is a fantastic character. Although, again, his powers aren't really... Um, defined. Aren't you talking about the Marvel Universe merging? Yeah. Marvel Universe <laughs> merging is probably going to be a bad thing, but for now I'm hopefully optimistic. Yeah, usually when they do these sort of things, it goes right for a while and then every yeah. writer doing their little thing. And I don't think they have enough, like, I don't think they have a proper long-term goal sometimes. They just let their writers go a bit crazy and then... I think they just want to get the two fan bases to together. DC's to worse for that. Like, yeah. DC's terrible at it. They just have ideas. They throw all these ideas in there and then they worry about retconning it later well, that's, the, that's the reason we ended up with like five The Flash yeah yeah. we've Flash. ended up with like six Robins Flash was in Marvel at one point was he? yeah after um, Wally West ran so fast he went through the like speed barrel whatever it was, it was oh yeah and he came back didn't he they owned him and in then, the 50s yeah no Marvel had didn't have the rights to The Flash but one of the artists writers went over there and they had a storyline about a race of the fastest people in the Marvel Universe and he sort of popped out from nowhere, he didn't remember what his name was, and he was just naked, wasn't he? Yeah, was it, well, he was, it was Barry Allen, might have been Barry Allen, oh. but yeah, that was a silly thing. <laughs> yeah, what score are you going to give the Marvel um, uh... Universe merging? You don't know yet because it hasn't happened. No, it hasn't happened yet. I'm going to give it a Channing Tatum. I'm hopefully <laughs> optimistic about its career and its longevity. <laughs> Fair enough, it's <laughs> right. good, that's a good association, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. So, I'll get the last review today, okay. Which is the other WWE thing. <laughs> Immortals? No, because I've already reviewed that. I know. Um, it's going to be the finally released in the UK WWE Network. Which oh, we yeah. finally got a few days early. They actually released... I say a few days early. A few days earlier than this release date they announced. £10 a month if you want to take up yeah. on that great offer. Because it's, it's actually a decent deal. Um, I've watched a hell of a lot of stuff on there now. And yeah. it generally seems to work. Um, some Royal Rumbles tomorrow. I'm a bit worried about a live stream because the only live stream I've watched so far, the resolution went really shitty. Um, but for nine ninety nine a month, Survivor Series. No, Royal Rumble tomorrow. Oh. But no, no, um, I mean the Survivor Series was the last event. That was the last live stream. Live, live event was um, tables, ladders, and chairs. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, it's like because I thought someone was just wrong that they had made a mistake, but. Sky have bumped up the price of the pay-per-views to nineteen ninety-five. What now from fourteen ninety-five? So they've added five quid to the price. It's like they're trying to make people go to WWE Network and subscribe, which is funny considering everyone was saying that um, the reason the network kept getting delayed was because of Sky. It seems weird that Sky are now actively trying to push people away from using them. Mm-hmm. But um, for nine ninety-nine, you get like every pay-per-view. I mean, I've gone through there and it's got every WCW pay-per-view, every ECW pay-per-view, every WWE pay-per-view. Um, it's got every episode of Raw and Nitro up to about mid ninety seven, ninety eight. I think it was now. That's pretty decent. They're sort of gradually working through them. Every now and again, they chuck a batch out so you can watch it side by side and you know flick between two shows when they were because they were at the same time, weren't they in America? Yeah. Um, can you search by wrestler? 
No, but you can search. I, think, I don't know, actually. I haven't tried searching by wrestler. I haven't tried typing in. I always go through just the channels and everything. Because I wonder if the events are cut up or are they just one solid bit of footage. Well, no, well, you can bring up the events individually and all this sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, but and you I can mean, skip like, to the their matches. in the events. Well. So, like, if you search The Undertaker, you can see every fight The Undertaker's been in and all that. You watch those fights away from the events. You'd probably have to load the actual event up yeah. and then pick the match out, wouldn't you? Future. But, Future stuff I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> but um, it's really nicely done. I've been watching Monday Night War. War. Monday Night War, which is... Um, You've got me. Me syndrome. Because <laughs> a while ago they released a DVD. It was a three-hour long look at the Monday Night Wars, which was like, you know, between WCW and WWE when they were on at the same time and their oh, training yeah. ratings and all that and what happened, who went where and all this. Um, but this is like a 20-episode series version of it. Okay. Same production, so it was just like a different, like an extended version. Each episode focuses on one wrestler or... Um, a certain thing that happened at the time. So it might be the rise of DX or Stone Cold Steve Austin or Goldberg or something like that. Okay. Um, and it roughly goes along sort of chronological order because each one, the episodes, are when they sort of became impactful and then the next episode would be the next thing that was a big deal. But it'll cover them to the end of the Attitude Era hmm. or whenever they went. Um, but it's really nicely done. It's narrated by Keith David, which is awesome. <laughs> can't get enough Keith David narration. I'll tell you what, I've watched things. They Live like yeah. 600 times. Yeah. I love Keith David. He's awesome. Nothing he's in, he's David. in Saints Row 4. Yeah, he wouldn't sleep with me in Saints Row 4. It was a bit disappointing. Really no, he's oh. just no way. It's outrageous. Did you, did I was the president, man. Did you get to the point where you got to do the lay No, I need to do need to get that. That's amazing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so far it's been really good, WWE Network. I'm not going any troubles with it. Nine ninety nine a month's a bargain compared to nineteen ninety five for with a pay-per-view on yeah. Sky. And you get all the extra wrestling stuff. It's six events a year, isn't it? No, no, like twelve. No, no, I mean like there's pay-per-views. six pay-per-view events. And no, it's twelve pay-per-views. I thought it was six pay-per-view events, and there's six that they show on Sky. Sky. No, Sky used to have four that they showed for free. Yeah. They don't anymore. Oh. But that was due to the old um, deal when Channel Four brought the rights to the pay-per-views, and then when they brought back by Sky, they couldn't pay for that. They couldn't charge for them. It had to be free, some loophole. But um, no, WWE Network's like twelve pay-per-views a year. Like there's always twelve events. Do they have like a year off a week ahead of time? No, no, then no one gets a week off in. No, it's all live, live pay. Yeah, no, I mean, like, do they have like a? Can you pay a subscription charge but pay yearly instead of like annually? They did do a thing at first where it was a six-month thing you were tied into and you couldn't cancel it. So, no, no, I mean, like, if I want to spend, if I say I want to get twelve months of WWE, hmm. but I don't want to spend it monthly. I want to buy it the year. No, it's it's always like a weekly, a monthly subscription because they've um, because the original one was when it came out in America, you had to pay for six months up front. Oh, okay, but um, people didn't like that; they wanted to be able to cancel it any time. So yeah, no yeah. everyone's a uh, no everyone wants to watch all the time. Well, you don't want to pay for it and then find out the service doesn't work or some shit. Do you? Yeah, that's absolutely so, um, true. Yeah, and you don't get a free trial. We we didn't get a free trial. That kind of annoyed me because when it was supposed to launch we were in November, a month, weren't we? Yeah, we said we were going to get a month, okay. and we didn't get that. I said that as if I watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's um the Royal Wii. It's a nice service. They're going to chuck more stuff up, and they're tough enough being brought back, which is quite cool. Which is their like reality TV training camp show. Oh, yeah, I remember you were yeah, talking um, about this before. NXT showing on there every Wednesday, which is on Sky Sports, to be fair, but yeah. um, it's like a couple of days later on Sky. Um, and they've got, like, NXT have their own little events every now and again, so that's all, like, that's basically their developmental ground where all the rest of the staff, um, Glasgow's own pack is currently wrestling there. Adrian Neville, as he's known to his friends, um, was the world champion in NXT, but now it's uh, Sami Zayn. But, um, These are all just words to me. It's yeah. madness, but I like it. But I've heard a rumor that they're going to be doing a free month next month. Oh, really? Because apparently that might be why they're pushing the because the NXT was meant to have an event in March, oh, okay, um, right before WrestleMania, and it's been put forward to February 11th, and apparently that might be the reason why. Yeah, CM Punk's going to the, to the UFC. Yeah, 
good old punk. I like that'd be interesting. He'd probably get punched the shit out, but whatever. So that's what you thought about Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's a beast though. He's, a like, he's not a real. He had person. more. I think he had more chance than. I think Brock Lesnar like <laughs> eats babies and shit. He, won, he only victims. won like four matches, didn't he? I think. But yeah. he did beat Randy Couture, so. He's he is a big, powerful guy. I think yeah. the more training he does, the closer he gets to just being that kind of person who can trounce yeah, over. He can't do it now in UFC though, because he had um, that frigging disease. Yeah, that... he did, but he's coming back. He can't. He's Rob Lesnar's tied to WWE for a while. He wouldn't be able to compete in DC WCW in UFC now. Yeah, that um, disease he, he had, I he had to have it. his like hold over his colon and intestines removed. He said he was coming back to UFC fairly soon. No, he's still tied to WWE. He's got maybe, no money. Maybe there's like some sort of they've got some sort of deal mm, now. Maybe, mm. but he's like he he'd be destroyed. In I guess. I guess like to be honest, real fighting versus play fighting. <laughs> if Brock Lesnar got punched in the stomach too many times, he'd, he'd probably cough up his blood, he'd his guts. Be dead. Um, there's a horrible disease. He's his awesome beard. He, well, he had one for a while, didn't he? Yeah, he grows one every winter. Apparently, I was talking to one of my workmates about it. That's probably why he wasn't on wrestling for a while. <laughs> That's probably, yeah, he's WWE champion. He can't turn up to the events. Bitches were grooming his beard. <laughs> he's married to Sable. Yeah. Do you think that's why he's got the tattoo? It's actually he mis he mispronounced it Saber for so long that he got a sword tattooed on his chest. <laughs> he's like, This is for you. She's like, My name's Sable. He goes, Oh shit, I got I guess I can put some horses in like a little thatched cottage. You could be stable. That's silly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a silly kind of day. But yeah. WWE Network's decent. I'll give it um twelve. Eleven T two. Eleven T two. Yeah. That's my last review. Boom! Is there anything like any news that you'd like to do? Anything you'd like to throw in there? No. Fuck. <laughs> you don't edit anymore, do you? Nah. That's fair enough. I've got enough editing to do this week. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Got me Mario Kart. But we're on iTunes now, so go on iTunes. We are. And download we're on us. iTunes. Um, subscribe. If let you downloaded know. this from iTunes, review us. Yeah, let us know what you think. If you got this far in the episode, well done. Because we almost didn't. I'm, yeah. I, my eyes are closing. Yeah, <laughs> we should eat food in a minute. Yeah, we're gonna definitely eat food and in a play minute. Smash Bros. Boom! We'll put some video up of that soon. Please like us, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think. If you like, we did a video. If, if you'd like to talk to either of us, please jump on Twitter. We're both on there. I'm under Cinemageddon, spelled one G two Ds, and and you're under LV five four Space Monkey. Yeah. You can find either of us on there. Let us know if there's anything you'd like us to review or look at or talk about. We really don't mind. We'll talk about pretty much everything. Um, if you know anyone who is in charge of Britain's First and the fuck themselves, have a good night. If you can get a sponsorship from Britain's First, though. <laughs> yeah, if you get some free jackets, we won't wear yeah. them, we'll burn them, but they'll keep us warm for we'll just as long. We'll film it. We'll film it. Pissing on the ashes. Uh, uh, the world makes me angry. It should do. Yeah. It should do. It keeps you alive. It's the only way you know how you can feel anymore. Yeah, the only time I have a pulse is when I get fucking aggravated at stupidity. Yes. Boom! Have a good night. Bye. You're not going to fart in the mic before I start. I can't.